and welcome to episode 140 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. I'm Sharla. And I'm Heather. And we're missing uh, Sarah. Yes, Sarah <laughs> is still on medical leave. She's doing well overall, but she she's was... mostly bored and texting <laughs> us all the time, trying to drag us down to watch her new trashy TV shows. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I fell for it last night and I'm not watching any more of it. I didn't so. give in. I didn't give in to the peer pressure. I wouldn't do it. I Don't put my it. phone it's... away and I read my book instead. It's so bad. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, but Sarah is doing okay. She still can't really sit up and she's in, a, in some pain still so she can't be with us for a few more weeks but she is on the mend so thanks everyone for sending in your notes and emails uh for for her wishing her a speedy recovery but it's a such a major surgery that i cannot comprehend so i know i almost feel like i wouldn't like I, I haven't wrapped my brain around all of the the quote unquote work she had to have done, you know, yeah. and it's just, oh gosh. But she's hanging in there and she's doing well. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so it's just two of us this week. So here's what our plan is. We have said uh, for a while now that we're going to have a few episodes with just us, and then we're going to take a long break, and that's true. So we're here this week. We're going to record next week. And then we're going to take a few weeks off and we're going to be back, well, not live, but with real shows, I guess, <laughs> on September 22nd. So we're going to take about a month off after this week and next week. So, Which, for good reason, normally we always take our, our summer break this time anyway, but you and I have actual vacations, hopefully coming up. I'm saying this with crossed fingers because right. as we speak, there's that Delta variant going around and the world seems to be shutting down again. And let me tell you, if it shuts down and I can't make my way to France this summer, I'm just, I'm going to sit in a dark room and cry for about four mm-hmm. days. At least mm-hmm. four days. I know. It's sad. It's sad. Um, so, it's, I know, I wish that this wasn't resurging because we were doing, I thought we were doing pretty well with it. I but. thought we had finally turned a corner and everybody was ready to get back out, but here we are. Yeah. <laughs> facing lockdown again. I know. So, um, okay, so we are going to talk today about Disney Cruise Line. We have some lots, lots of news, and the biggest news is Disney Cruise Line is going to be sailing again. Woohoo! So, that is what we're going to talk about on our main topic today. But we do have a little bit of Disney news first. Uh, and we're going to start with Alani. Yeah, just yesterday, um, Monday, August 2nd. Aulani announced that their Wailana pool is now going to be a family pool. Uh, And this isn't major news, but I I felt it was something that we needed to address because for those of you who have been to Aulani before, you'll know Wailana pool is, was the adult only pool kind of over in the corner. And it was very peaceful, very quiet. Um, There was a little bar there. So you would, could have, you know, cocktails by the pool if you wanted. And it was just, I loved it because obviously I don't have children. And when it just got to be a little too rowdy in the main pool deck, this is somewhere that I could go in the afternoon and just kind of like bring my magazine or my book with me and just have some quiet time. So I'm a little bummed that they're doing this, but they certainly need more space for people to run around. So I understand. Yeah. Do you think this is a permanent change or do you think this is a COVID type change? Oh, gosh, I would really love it to not be permanent, but it it probably is permanent, unfortunately. You know, maybe in another year or two when it's back to pre-pandemic type travel, 
and you know they're wanting to attract more adults only travelers or honeymooners or whatever it may be they'll probably put it back but i think that for right now it's probably yeah permanent mm. i don't know it's kind of a bummer too because even if you're traveling with kids sometimes you want to get away from them maybe they're an auntie's beach house and you yeah. just need a mom needs a break you know so <laughs> it's kind of I'm, it's kind of sad but i understand it yeah um okay so next this is kind of a pre-announcement i guess because today <laughs> or by the time you hear this it will be announced so you should know but later today as we're recording uh disneyland is announcing the magic key what it is we're not 100 percent sure. nobody knows because in <laughs> yeah. typical disney fashion they needed to build hype and get the internet speculating and everybody freaking out um and they just said today as we're recording which so it's tuesday august 3rd no earlier than 1 p.m pacific time the magic key program will be announced <laughs> no yeah. not, that's it that's it nobody knows what it is we're speculating assuming that it's kind of their their new annual pass program whatever type situation right um I'm really, I'm curious because I, I've actually never been a Disneyland pass holder ever. I've either known or have been a cast member and have never need had the need for an annual pass. But I, I you couldn't walk three feet where I live and not bump into a Disneyland annual pass holder. It's like, right. it's almost like a rite of passage here. Like when you're 16 back East, you get your driver's license here. It's like, by the time you're five, you have a Disneyland annual pass. <laughs> no exaggeration. Yeah. So I'm curious to see what they're going to come out with. And then what is everybody going to think of it? Are they, are they going to love it? Are they going to hate it? Because like we say a million times, you don't mess with the Californians Disneyland. Like they can't handle it, the change. <laughs> yeah. It's a. Uh, I'm interested to see whatever this is. So I'm excited uh, for it too. Like it, maybe it's something that entices me to actually become an annual pass holder. Um, you know, is it a membership program? Is it, is it going to be monthly payments? We don't know. We'll know more. You'll know more by the time you're listening to this, and we'll know more by next week. So I'm sure we'll talk about it next week as well. Yeah. One thing I I really like about Disneyland is they're always proactively asking you if you have an annual pass, because like a Walt Disney World, where I've mostly had my annual passes and you do get discounts, you have to ask for the discount. But at Disneyland, yes. they ask you first. Like before um, you can even pay, like, are you a pass holder? And when you tell them no, they're like, oh, okay, yeah. why? why not? Like it's so, it, everybody has one, um, you know, and then if you're not an annual pass holder, you're probably a cast member. So it, right. you're right, I never, ever get asked at Disney World if I have any discounts ever yeah you have to ask for it but they'll give it to you if you're eligible of course but you have to ask for it but they don't proactively you know come at you for it right um okay so let's talk about um entertainment there's a ton of entertainment that has now reopened or has been announced to reopen do you have that window open still I do have it open I feel like this is kind of old news because <laughs> we've um you know, we've been off for a couple of weeks. We had pre-recorded. Um, so forgive us, but we just thought we should touch on it. That starting two days ago, the wonderful world of animation came back to Disney's Hollywood studio. So that's kind of like their nighttime spectacular on the Chinese theater and all of that. So now there's fireworks back at 
at studios which is nice and then coming up on august 15th the beauty and the beast live on stage will be returning also to hollywood studios which is great because i love that show um it's i i just think it's really great so i'm excited i'm excited to see live performances and entertainment coming back to the parks versus it just being very ride heavy um, and then also coming up on August 8th, Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor over at the Magic Kingdom is going to be reopening. And then on August 21st, Turtle Talk with Crush will be back. So that's great to see. Yeah, I like Turtle Talk with Crush a lot. I do too. I haven't been in so long. I mean, even before the pandemic, but I, I've always enjoyed it every time I went. Yeah, me too. Um, it's, I don't know, it's really cute. I, it was it was in a different place at one point, and now it's I don't I don't know that I've been in the location it is now. Like I think that I think it used to be over in the other aquarium part, and then they moved it to a bigger part. So I don't know that I've been to the location it is now. But anyway, Field it's still trip. in the seas. Yeah, it's still inside the seas, so that shouldn't make much of a difference for most people. Um, okay, and then let's talk about the mask update at both Walt Disney World and Disneyland. Um, they are now, as of July 30th, uh, any any place you are indoors and on Walt Disney World transportation, the mask mandate is back in effect. So outside, you still don't have to wear a mask, but they're asking you to wear one on transportation and every time you go inside a building. And that includes ride queues as well. So even if the queue is outside, if you are in line for an attraction, you must be wearing your mask. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense to me. See, people, this is why we can't have nice things. We thought we were <laughs> all doing well and nobody wanted to get vaccinated and we're back here. So just be aware that this is something you now have to do. So if you have a trip coming up to either Walt Disney World or Disneyland, you do need to be wearing masks. So please just be aware of that. And be nice to the cast members when they ask you to wear your mask. Exactly. Um, okay. And then lastly, um, Adventures by Disney News, sad news, they have canceled all of their Southern California adventures through the end of the year. So. Yeah, I was kind of shocked when this came out. I have so many people going on all different ABDs, and I've kind of been waiting for certain ones to be canceled. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just, you know, waiting for that email to come through. And when this one came through a week or so ago, I, I was shocked because California is open. Um, but then in speaking with ABD, the reason that they chose to cancel it is because a lot of the places that they bring you on this adventure have not yet reopened to the public or if they have they're not accepting groups um and for those of you who've not done this this adventure it's a really really great one especially if you're a disney fan because you get to go to the disney studios lot here in burbank um, and kind of see where the movies are made um you also then get to go to imagineering and kind of see what the imagineers are working on and then they'll take you to Griffith Park, where Walt kind of came up with the idea of Disneyland. They'll take you to one of his favorite restaurants out here. So, and then you also get to go to uh, Jim Henson Studios, where the Muppets are created. Plus, you get to do a lot of things in Hollywood. You, know, you get to see where the the Oscars are are held and things like that before they take you down to Disneyland. So, you still get to play at the Disney parks with a VIP guide. Might I I point out, but um. It's just, it's a lot of history. So if you're a big Disney fan, this is 
a really great adventure to do. It's one of my favorites too. I'm, you know, I'm partial because I live here. So it's my neighborhood. They're taking you around. And, um, but they did cancel it through the end of 2021 because the studio law Imagineering Jim Henson, they're not opening that to the public, um, for good reason. They want to keep the cast members safe. Um, and then also I believe the Dolby theater is not accepting group tours at the time. So it just didn't make sense for them to charge all of this money and not be able to offer the behind the scenes access that the tour is meant for. Right. Uh, we did a mini tour that one time, uh, with our travel agency and that was a lot of fun, but we didn't get to go to like the, uh, Henson studios and some of the archive stuff and stuff. So I would love to do this. I know Sarah has done this tour. Um, it's a great, well, so. great tour, um, you know, and just just knowing the the guides that are on it, the places that they take you, the food that you get to eat. Like, it's just it's really worth it. Um, you know, so if you're a Disney fan, it's something to look for, like look into for 2022, especially if you've not been to Disneyland. Like, this is the best way to do Disneyland because yeah. they and you know, a lot you of could, times. Go ahead. Go, no, it's nothing. Uh, in the fall, um, they'll, a lot of times they'll give you tickets to the. Halloween party that Disneyland has and everything. So it's, it's a really neat opportunity for sure. Yeah. It's a great tour, but yeah. So anyway, canceled through the end of the year. (laughs) All right. So coming up next, we're going to talk about the Disney cruise line reopenings and some of the changes that they have made to keep everybody safe. And that's coming up real soon. As Sarah would say, all right, let's get into it. (laughs) <laughs> the uh, Disney Cruise Line is going to be sailing on August 16th is the first date on the Dream. They have been doing some test cruise. Oh, well, they're sailing now in the UK. Let me get that. Let the me first that North out. American sailing. Right. Yeah. The Magic has been in the UK for their only for UK residents. But um, they are starting to sail in the US uh, from the US to the Bahamas. They're. The first cruises are going to not stop at Nassau, and they're going to have two days at Castaway Key, which is incredible. And, um, yeah, they've been doing all the testing that the CDC uh, wants them to do, and it's starting up. So this is very exciting news. I think after- that's a really smart move on their part. I mean, I, I'm sure there's some people who are upset that they're not stopping at Nassau. Maybe you haven't been there before. Maybe you have a favorite restaurant there. But for the most part, people don't get off the ship in Nassau anyway. Yeah. And this is such an easy way for Disney to control the, you know, the spread of the disease. If you're not getting off the ship in an environment, you know, like in an actual place that people live right. and work in, it's just you on the ship that's easy for them to control the spread of the disease. And I love that. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, there are, however, some changes that have to be made, um, for their guests. So let's, um, let's talk about, why don't we go through it? Like what you should do before you, you leave or before you book what you're going to have to do on, at the the port on embarkation, things like that. Um, okay. This way, it's kind of like a step by step because there is a lot of information that was released, and my head is still kind of spinning from it. And it's been you know a week since they've released all this. Yeah, and uh, like for me, when I because I have a lot of Royal Caribbean clients, and they have changed their uh, protocols and their things thirty seven times in the past <laughs> month and a half. They've been sailing. 
so or month I guess that they've been sailing so it's yeah there's a lot going on and they are just updating it there on the fly so I think the number one thing is um, be flexible and know that something could change and know that something probably will change as right. they as they start sailing, as they go along, they learn more, you know, maybe they have a hiccup and they have to reassess something that's not working, but they're doing this to keep us all safe. So like right. Charlotte said, be flexible. Yeah. So that being said, um, the, the state of Florida has said that businesses cannot require you to be vaccinated however the cruise ships and the cdc want that to happen so it's kind of they're kind of at a fighting <laughs> place and everything and so the disney i don't know what exactly disney cruise line has said at this point about it i have it. it right in front of me okay. so they are Royal saying Caribbean has has they, a huge protocol so and so does disney as they okay. should as yeah. they should. So they are Disney is saying right now that they are strongly encouraging all eligible guests to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19. If if you are fully vaccinated and you can you can choose to provide proof of your vaccination and again remember this means a full 28 days if you've had the Johnson and Johnson shot or 14 days if you've had the other two past your last vaccination date. So if you are fully vaccinated, you can choose to provide proof of vaccination. Um, and if you do that, you are then exempt from the pre-trip and embarkation day testing. Mm -hmm. However, if you choose not to or cannot get fully vaccinated, maybe you have medical reasons or you are a young child and you cannot get vaccinated, you are then responsible for doing two different types or sets of COVID-19 testing. So they are requiring a pre-trip COVID testing, all guests, adults and children, if you have not been fully vaccinated, must take a COVID-19 PCR test, which you must pay for, taken between five days and 24 hours prior to the sale date. Um, they do have a special rate um, that they're offering to their guests, and I'm sure that they'll email you if you happen to be booked on this. Um, if you can't get one where you live, they have a special diagnostic spender that they're offering a, a discounted rate of. That's up to you how you go about it. But if you are not vaccinated, you have to get this test between five days and 24 hours. Then when you arrive at the port, um, you are then required to undergo another test, a rapid PCR test um, that will be administered there by Inspired Diagnostics right at the terminal prior to boarding. Anybody who has a positive test will be denied boarding, cannot get on. Um, if you're a negative test, you're obviously welcome to go. The test fee is $65 and it will be charged to the folio of all guests ages 12 years and older. So that's important because for young children who cannot be vaccinated, they will not be charged the fee. However, they right. do have to take the test. Again, if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to do any of this. You just provide proof of your vaccination. So that's very similar to what Royal Caribbean and the other cruise lines are doing so, too. So, um, yeah, so that's the first step is you need to know the rules. And again, these rules are changing all the time. So uh, right now, Royal Caribbean is requiring anybody 
through the end of August, vaccinated or not, to have this test. So, um, yeah, so there, you know, things are on the fly, things are changing, so just be aware of that. Um, okay, and then next thing I want to talk about is online check-in. Mm -hmm. uh, previously to this, you could do the online check-in, and you really didn't have to pay attention to that port arrival time. It was kind of to control crowds, but didn't really matter as much. But now it does. Uh, you can't show up. You need to show up at your arrival time. This is really to control the crowds of people being in the terminal. So if you show up at a different time, you may be forced to wait outside. Uh, you will you will be forced to wait outside. Um, and if you sh if you're late, I'm sure that they have something somebody you can call or something like that. But the the ships are not set setting sail until later. Uh, then normally they would set sail by like four o'clock and now it's six or seven o'clock. So. I'm, I have, again, the Disney Cruise Line website open in front of me and I just want to read this out loud, louder for everybody in the back. So <laughs> nobody misunderstands. They are doing this to promote physical distancing and all guests, castaway club members, including even platinum members are required to select a port arrival time before making their way to the cruise terminal. So when you do that online check-in, you must select that time, which means the earlier you do your online check-in, the better off you are. For the health and well-being of everyone, guests are not permitted at the terminal or in the parking areas before their scheduled port arrival time and will be turned away if arriving early. Yeah. So if your, your ship arrival time is 2 p.m., do not get there like I used to do at 11.30 in the morning and think mm -hmm. you're just going to hang around the terminal and get on the ship. They're not doing it. They're trying to do social distancing and keep everybody away from each other. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah, so that's the biggest difference in, in terms of check-in is testing and um, you may have to show your vaccination card. I'm not sure if they are what they're requiring for that, but I would bring it with me with my passport. You know, my, it my, I now travel everywhere with my, my vaccine card, yeah. whether that means to the grocery store or whatnot, because they've started here in California. It is not a statewide mandate, but businesses themselves have taken it upon themselves to decide whether or not they're going to require proof of vaccine so i just have it in my bag with me at all times so that if i want to go into this restaurant here's my vaccine i'm fine let's go yeah. Yeah. Uh, now also on embarkation day you've made it to the port when you get into the cruise terminal all guests ages two and up even if you're fully vaccinated you are required to wear a face mask um, unless you are actively eating and drinking and you cannot be moving, you must be standing still away from people. Um, so we all know the drill at this point. Inside the terminal, you must wear um, your face masks. And then they go on to say that they're not required for guests outdoors while you're on board the ship and at designated locations on Castaway Key. Um, but other than that, if you're indoors on the ship, you're indoors at the terminal, um, even certain areas on Castaway Key, you do need to wear your face covering. Okay. Um, and then one last thing for embarkation is that embarkation day health questionnaire. We all know, we all fill it out. Have you had flu-like symptoms? Blah, blah, blah. Everybody ignores it and you just sign your name and you go on. This time it's a little bit more in depth and they're actually going to be sending an email 
ahead of time to guess so that you can fill it out ahead of time too. Um, and then they may bring in a healthcare professional depending on your answers that day to do a secondary screening. Uh -huh. Like they're, they're very serious <laughs> about this now. I Which they should have been all do... along, but now it sounds like they're, they're yeah. really getting there. I wonder if they're going to do temperature checks like they did right before they shut down and like they had done at Walt Disney World for a really long time. Maybe not with the PCR testing. I think with the it. testing, probably not since it's, I don't know. It doesn't yeah. say anything about temperature testing. Seems like those PCR tests are enough to uh, not need it, you know, so. Exactly. Okay. All right. And what about, okay, now we've set sail. We're on board. Now what? Now what do we expect? Well, I think we're going to see the things that we have been used to for the last year that have slowly been going away. Um, but because cruises haven't sailed, they're they're kind of back, you know, six months in time. So we have signage and ground markings to say, you know, if you're in line, you're waiting in line, stand here. So we promote physical distancing. They're going to put up plexiglass at certain areas. So, um, you know, if you're talking to a cat, like probably at guest relations or things like that. So this way it protects those cast members. Um, and then of course we have the hand sanitizers everywhere and, you know, enhanced cleaning protocols so um there's going to be more cast members around cleaning handrails and doorknobs and elevator buttons and, and just kind of like doing cleaning more than they already did mm -hmm. yeah well I, you know i was on the next to last cruise before they shut down and they had started on that cruise already um the buffets were no longer buffets they, they the cast member served you so not not everybody was touching <laughs> all of the things um and things like that so i'm sure that there will be something like like that as well i don't know if they've said that yet but i'm yeah. sure it's probably which like is great anyway because you don't want people touching your food but then also i feel a little awkward because i don't need that cast member judging me for how many times i come back for the pasta salad or whatever <laughs> it may be but if it's gonna keep me not sick then I'm, yeah. I'm okay with it. Exactly, exactly. Just keep so. your judgment to yourselves, cast members. Laugh amongst yourselves after I leave <laughs> the dining room. Don't do it to my face. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, we've all been on cruises and eaten way too much, but the last time I was on The Dream, and I love that truffle pasta at uh, Animator's Palette, and they're like, well, what do you want for your appetizer? The truffle pasta. What do you want for your entree? The truffle pasta. And just go ahead and bring like three of them or four of them because I'm going to eat them. And they're like, okay, so do <laughs> yourselves a favor, me. eat it. Yeah, it's really good. So, um, um, oh, we should also talk about, this was just a couple of, maybe last week, they announced changes to the rainforest room. Oh, yes. Yes. So um, we all know and love the Rainforest Room. If you haven't been there, I maintain you are doing cruising wrong. <laughs> it's my favorite place. It is adults only. It's kind of like a Turkish hammam with heated loungers and steam rooms and saunas and all of that good stuff. Um, now, it's important to note that they have different rules for the UK sailings versus the United States sailings. Um, so for the Dr Disney Dream departing out of the U.S., um, the Rainforest Room is now only available for one travel party at a time. It can be up to 10 guests. So if, you know, you have a family of 10 or a family of six, you can all go in together, but it's just you in the room, which I don't know about you, 
sounds amazing to me. I don't have to fight for a lounger. I don't have to be like, oh, okay, fine. There's somebody in the sauna. I don't want him to go sit next to them. Like, I, this is a thing I want to happen all the time. However, it's much less flexible. You can't just buy a pass to the rainforest room and show up when you feel like. The sessions are now one hours and 45 minutes, which is a nice long time, but you have to make reservations in advance and you can only do so once you're on board the ship. So now everybody, your first thing, we're not going to the buffet. We're not going to Palo. We're running right to the spa and we are booking our rainforest room sessions. (laughs) So that's important to know. Um, And it's the same situation for guests on the magic over in the uk just smaller so it's only for up to five guests and the session is only 45 minutes versus an hour and 45 minutes um and you again make the reservations on board the ship there we go i will get every second of my one hour and 45 minutes too just so you know don't come don't come the last two minutes thinking i'm gonna vacate because i'm not i'm not i'm gonna be i will never leave <laughs> all right then uh all right is there anything else that we need to know yes do you know anything about the characters i do not know anything about characters but i do know about um and this is a little bit irrelevant at least at first um but you when you're stopping in a port of call so i'm assuming this is also for castaway key um you have to get into a virtual queue to debark the ship because we know disney loves a virtual queue now like they they got this toy and they're going to use it for everything <laughs> um but you must join a virtual queue via the the navigator app so if you're going on the cruise make sure you download the disney cruise line navigator app um while you're on board the ship and then you'll get a little notification um when it's your turn plus a little ticket a virtual ticket in the app that you must show before you leave so that's something that's new we now can't just get off the ship whenever we want we have to get into a virtual queue um and then at building on that i want to talk about actual debarkation it's your last day of this sh- on the ship you know you leave you get ready you go to breakfast and then you get off the ship um so breakfast is going to be still assigned like it was but versus instead of it just being dependent on what your dining time was the night before um it's going to be in staggered times and it's going to be you'll find out the times in the navigator app cove cafe will also be opened um and you'll have to bring your luggage with you because you're leaving the ship immediately after so no more going early to breakfast leaving your bags in your room bring your luggage with you but um so it's a little bit different and then for debarkation um no virtual queue is needed your debarkation time is based on your dining time um so yeah that's that so no virtual queue to get off the ship for good just because they're staggering the dining times that's gonna hopefully limit enough i mean and i guess as they start to sail this may change too so um but that's that um they're gonna have they're still gonna have shows um i forgot a very important thing okay 
which has nothing to do with debarkation, but we didn't talk about it while we were on the ship. Um, you now have to reserve time for your kids in the kids club. So just like always, you do have to still register them, but you can't just drop them off now or have them come and go. You have to schedule times that they want to be in the club so that they can limit the amount of children that are in the club at any given time. All right, fair enough. Um, so they're still going to have their shows in the uh, Walt Disney Theater. It will be some reduced capacity. Um, now, the whole ship will be reduced capacity. Let's yes. get that, make that mm -hmm. clear from the get-go. But they are going to make sure that the seating is spaced and things like that. Um, they are going to have movies in the Buena Vista Theater. Currently, no deck parties, so there's no sail-away party and all of that stuff. And then fireworks. They will have fireworks and reserved viewing times. So they're going to have two different nights of fireworks. That's pretty cool. And character interactions. There will be similar to how they do it in the parks uh, from a safe distance and close-up pop-up encounters. Um, but anything that you can do like from a kind of from a distance and you can take the selfies and wave and stuff like that. So yeah. I think that's about it. I mean, I'm excited like, for them to finally get back. I, I really know, am. Too. I like that change to dining on debarkation day to breakfast because I don't, I personally don't ever go to dining, um, like the main breakfast on debarkation day because we almost always, with my daughter, uh, we like the early dining and I don't like to get I don't up want, at Yeah, I don't want breakfast at 6 a.m. Right. So. <laughs> I don't like that we won't be able to um, just go to the buffet because that's what I normally do. Yeah. Um, so that's, you know, sad, but at least they've opened Cove Cafe so you can go get like a, co a fancy coffee and pastry. Often or something, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that does it for us this week. Uh, thank you all for listening. And we'll be back next week with, um, I don't know, I, I always hate to say a topic because we've changed. We've so changed much, our but. minds. And then Disney announces something. And right. be like, this was, oh, yeah, hey, this, was not, this was not our plan for this week. We kind of changed things up because of all the, the news happening. We hadn't been here. So uh, also, I, will be I have a question. If we have anybody that are, is going on one of the, like, the few sail, like, first few sailings on the Dream, let us know. I want to know yeah. if you're going, what your experience has been like, all of that. Yes. Yes. I have a client going on the first Disney dream sailing. So I'm sure she was in me an update. So, um, okay. So that does it for us this week coming up next on Patreon. We are going to talk about vinyl nations uh, is what we're talking about. The care, the stuff that we collect slash the vinyl nations. I know we've talked about kind of the things we collect before, but Heather found a ton of vinyl nations and now we're going to talk about that. So that was it. All right, so thank you all for listening, and we will be back next week.